I don't do the most, but I do a lot. I'ma make a toast, cause we still alive. No big, I feel like Pac. I shoot a shot. I'm coming in hot. You're listening to Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy. Brought to you by Everything Cowboy. <laughs> hey. Welcome to episode 94 of Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy. Nice Wacey. shirt. I'm te- no way. Are you shitting me? <laughs> I haven't put this thing on in for in a while. I know. That's where I was just like I was looking for a shirt oh, fuck, before I let down to get groceries just today. <laughs> what are the odds of that? Oh shit, that's good. Ninety four, and we're we're dressing the same except I have the white version of the hat. You have the black version of the hat. Great minds think alike, man. Oh, a couple of happy valleys. That's funny. Holy, what a life. Oh wow. Okay. So Actually, 90, just get, can you excuse me for one second? Just keep, you can keep the show going. Just give me one second. Oh. I'll be right back. Okay. So just talk, just talk to the people real quick while we're back. Currently, currently we're experiencing a heat wave in uh, most of Alberta at this point. Uh, we're both wearing shorts right now. It's very hot. We're both. Uh, I know I'm sweating. Wasey said he doesn't have his AC turned on yet, but I think he's uh, probably about to do so. But uh, luckily, we have a, a sponsor to tell you about later that helped us with the heat wave. Well, uh, actually, two. Both of our sponsors can't could... be uh, starting a show without hey. a nice cold of ranch water. Get that up on the mic. Cowboy shit is brought to you by Circle Four, Circle Ranch, Four Water. Ranch Water. Check them out at ranchwater.ca. I'm officially calling it the drink of the summer. Man, it definitely is. Here, I, I think look. so. Can we do a, a podcast? Cheers to everyone out there. Just cheers. Boom. Boom. Cheers. Man. Mm. Mm. These are good stuff. Mm. Mm, heck of a drink. I, uh, I definitely had one yesterday after the barrel racing, though. Mm-hmm. And it uh, definitely frigged me up pretty quick. Just one of them, just like just pow, yeah, and, But they are like they're six, per, they're well five percent, but like five and a half tequila, five. man. Like that'll get you if you're on an empty stomach, dude. Like next thing you know, hot sweat all day. Oh man, that's Ooh. that's understandable. But yeah, again, again, this is cowboy available all places. over Alberta. Yeah, and Saskatchewan, multiple places. Again, like like I was trying to say though, this is cowboy <laughs> shit. Ted and Wacy, brought to you by Circle Four Ranch Water. Check them out at ranchwater.ca, the official drink of cowboy shit with Ted and Wacy. And the summer. And the, and the summer. Yeah, I like that. I like <laughs> We're going that. out here and saying that on a limb. Oh, yeah. Man, Man I'm, awesome. I'm, I'm tired. It's hot out. Um, I'm sweating right now. We're in the midst of like one of the biggest heat waves in the history ever. Of, yeah, I think the history. But, it's, it's crazy. It's like living in a desert, dude. I feel like I'm like full time Kelowna or full time California. Like last like night, heat. dude, like it was, heat. oh, I love it, dude. Last night, um, it was like 25 degrees at like 10 o'clock my patio, and it was so beautiful out. Yeah. Oh, I was loved loving it. it. Loved yeah, it's it. great. Oh, it's big great. Fan. Man, so this last couple days, so today and yesterday, I was at the Calgary Stampede Barrel Racing Qualifier for the 2021 Calgary Stampede. What a, what a race we had. We had like 30 ladies all within three-tenths of a second of each other after the first round. Um, ended up being, the we took the top five to the stampede um tony dixon val gillespie vanessa leggett who else was it uh celeste montpellier and lacy caldas formerly lacy stanton so it was a great barrel race nikki vandaly comes in she came into the finals in 19th spot and ran a 15 7 which was like a 10th faster than anybody else the whole week and just about got herself in she's number six damn so <clears throat> so if anything happens she could get in still which is pretty neat I know I used to uh, high school rodeo with her brother, Austin Vanderly, and we went to some of the FCA rodeos at the same time kind of thing. So good crew. Hopefully uh, 
I don't want to wish any bad luck on anybody else, but hopefully they, hopefully she gets in. That'd be pretty neat to say that she made that huge run and got into there, but pretty, I was actually surprised. I didn't, uh, I wasn't sure that they would do this again, but it, it sounds like it could be something that happens in the future again. So that I was going to be my first question. You, yeah. you think this becomes an annual thing? Like, yeah, I think it could be, man. I mean, it adds another element to the deal. Like a whole who, other, who yeah. wouldn't want to enter this thing. It could be, they could have a ton of entries, but this was, this was Canadian only. There was 132. Well, just thinking of the storylines that can come from it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, it kind of t- takes that American, uh, <clears throat> kind of t- takes that American. I don't know what what do you say. Like the format is what they've done. They've made it mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. qualifier for anyone. So if you can have that many people jump in on this, on this, you could make it for every event. Technically, I don't know what it would end up looking like, but. It was, uh, it was a full two days of action just for the barrel racing. So I can't imagine what the qualifiers would look like. You'd have to do, like start it after the, 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 the stampede that just happened Damn to start near. going on for yeah. it. Right. But, Which uh, would but be, uh, it'd be a cool way to do it. Another thing that I think could work that could help some of the rodeos along the way is if these rodeos along the way ended up being qualifiers for Calgary in a, in a way that if you're top few at this rodeo, everybody entered this rodeo, you know, everybody enter Innisfail which is where this was, this was this past weekend. And whoever finishes top, you know, whoever wins that top two, top three, whatever it ends up being, it could be like a finale where you go, everybody gets to go to Innisfail. It could totally boost the entries for some of these events leading into Calgary, possibly. I don't know if that's something they end up doing, but I could see it Wouldn't being, that be uh, similar to what the tour regular tour way. is? Or the what it used to be? Well, but that's like, Pro 10, tour that's like 10 events along the year. When you have to go mm. to 10 and you got to go the whole year, it's a different story, but you could do like, you could almost like pick a rodeo each year where you just totally boost their numbers and whoever does yeah. good here accounts for the CPA, but you can also win your trip to Calgary. I don't know if that's something that would happen. I don't, I'm not sure, but I, I don't know. I just had the idea. Who knows? We'll see. We'll see. But anyways, it was, it was a great uh, weekend of barrel racing. Thanks to the organizers, everybody putting it on. Uh, got to work with our friend Cassie Hausauer, lipstickandcowboyboots.com. Lipstick and Cowboy Boots podcast as well. Uh, we had a we had a great time. Enjoyed enjoyed, you know, announcing together. I don't do a ton of announcing, but um, if somebody asks, I'll uh, I'll consider it. So I've been been doing a bit more of it, been dabbling a bit more. So I after a weekend of enjoy. barrel racing announcing, are you gonna should more opportunities come down the pipeline? Would you say yes, or is that um, was that like a one and done barrel race for you? I don't think so. Um, I've done a a bull futurity or two maybe one bull riding. What else have I done? A little bit of stuff like did some uh, announcing at Ty Posmon's bull riding one time. So th- I've done a little bit of kind of dabbled a little pinch of announcing here and there. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see. I'm, uh, I'm content where we're at right now. I don't need to do ton more, but if someone asks, I'll, uh, I'll consider it. So yeah. There's another announcer. text you sent me over the weekend um, regarding some musical controversy at some oh, yeah. past rodeos. I would I like heard. to to take a deep dive into that just to see what's going on. Yeah. So I was talking with Jim Turner, actually, our, our flagman at the event this past weekend, Jim Turner. And Jim said, I couldn't believe it the other day. Somebody complained to me that the music at the Alberta high school finals, or it might've been another high school finals. I don't know if this mm-hmm. was for sure there. I think it was, but somebody was complaining because the music in the barrel racing apparently the tempo or the speed of the songs was different. And that was a fucking problem for one of the rodeo moms, which I just find it a little bit Bush league. I don't know. That's I don't, I'm confused rough. by that comment. It's like, what, well, like, because what do you the, expect? If the music's faster, the horse is going to run faster. Okay. 
the horse like if the music's uh, fast then the horse but the there... horses get jazzed up by the music and they need to go fast so hmm yeah, apparently. I'm not, I can't really buy it. I can't buy into that, that one. That's an interesting. Uh... If I had a fucking rodeo mom come up to me and tell me that the music wasn't fast enough for her girl in the barrel racing, I'd, I'd probably fucking lose it. I might throw my music, my laptop off the fucking stands. But that's, that's the thing, too. <laughs> you you want to get you want to get Teddy fired up, start making requests in the, in the fucking announcer stand at a rodeo. That's awesome. The, at, in the barrel <laughs> racing at the high school finals, which I probably would not. I, I might be... I don't know if I would do that one. I don't know if they would ask me. So, is there a song that you have played so much over the years that you just can't listen to anymore? Um, well, it's funny you say that because I don't listen to a ton of tunes in the vehicle anymore. It's mostly talk talk stuff like Fan 960 or Howard Stern. Like the music stuff doesn't. What, are, what should I say? Like a lot of it just sounds the same, and a lot of it uh, is a little bit monotonous. I, I might say, or like it's tough to pick out some new stuff on the radio different times, especially the pop channel. Like, I don't all... listen to the radio, man. You don't listen to it. I fuck the radio. Yeah. Right. Like you listen to your Spotify, which I've got onto a bit more since you got us on the like family plan thing. I've got into that a bit more. Papa's but... got you. Yeah. Thanks. Wacy. <laughs> but like, I don't, I don't listen to music in the radio. So I got... there's kind of a lot of it. And I got back into my barrel racing music this weekend at this thing. And like, cause I mostly just played like some rock and roll and just like some good tracks that I could just play the way all the way through. And there's a lot of stuff that's on my barrel racing soundtrack that's like page that I hate. And then, you know, I, we can go back to journey, like small town girl or like, don't, don't stop, stop believing. <laughs> like I, I just, it's like the go-to sing along and it works everywhere we go. Like it's great, but it's like one that I just hate to do. Cause it's, it's like, one I of those just, things. I just, like always, we... I just think we just do it every time. Like yeah, we showbiz and like, sometimes it's the same song, but like, you know, Garth Brooks sings, sings the same songs all the time. And the people love it. So I, I can get where it can get a little tough mentally. But uh, I don't know. I, yeah, like I said, I, I listen to talk radio. So <laughs> nice. From the one for me that I hate saying this because they're my favorite band of all time, as most Go people back. know. No. Um, knocking at the door by the Arkells. The PBR has forever ruined that song for me. Well, we made the coolest opening video ever with it. In, yeah, but uh, it's like been been played on repeat for since 2017. Yeah, at least once per event, pretty much. So I get it. I get it. I, I like that. I like that song too. It's but, good. Uh, what else we got? Waste anything else? Try to wrap well, up this top of the well, show. We can't. We can't. I, I yeah. I have some stampede questions, but we can get into that afterwards. This is like Think our so? pre pre stampede. Oh, it's, it, so, dep- well, it depends. On what you want. I I was just gonna ask like, nah, I'll save it till the next one. I'll save it till the next till the, till the next. Yeah, part? I'll save it till the next one. Yeah. Um, but moral of the story, um. I'm sorry that you were offended, ma'am, that your the music wasn't right for the the entirety of the barrel racing at the high school finals. Um, I'm not sure what else to say about that though. I just I think that's something that's unnecessary to complain about. That's, that's just that's just somebody who's looking for something to complain about. Yeah, you know? I think so. I think there's a lot of people in the world like that these days where it's no matter how good something's going or whatever, they just find a way to complain. Could be an issue. Her name was probably Karen. Case in point, Twitter. There's always somebody complaining about something on fucking Twitter. Wait, I think we have uh, something to tell the people. Well, Ted Ted alluded earlier that we had a uh, a nice little thing to help us beat the heat. As you know, we, me and Ted are both guys who are big fans of huge bushes. And <laughs> we're, are we we're fans s- of huge well, bushes? I don't know. That's just a saying. I think it's a thing. You should go back. I think it's just a thing. Where did that saying come from? I don't know. From? I remember I just used it as an Instagram caption to describe Todd Kodowitz one time with a picture PBR Bullrider. But it was, 
I remember one time I was with Monty Phillips at the CFR and we were like at Moxie somewhere. And I remember Jason, I think it was Jason Resch. I don't know. I don't know who, who is, uh, who, who is Brooke Robinson? Um, I don't know if they're married or dating or who it is. One of the Resch brothers. I think it's J- Jason. I have no right? idea, man. I'm you don't know? Cool. Anyways, cool it was the four of us. We were all at this restaurant and I remember saying something about a guy and it was with Monty. And like, I knew it came from before this, but we were sitting at this restaurant and I was like, we were all sitting there drinking like Caesars on like a Sunday. And it was like, yeah, that Wacy Anderson, great guy, huge bush. And Monty just like spit his drink out. He thought it was so fucking funny. Like, I don't know if he hadn't heard it yet. If it was just great timing on my behalf <laughs> or what it was. But it's always it was... going to be a good timing, man. It's all about the timing. So the huge bush line. But anyway, speaking of where, where did it come from, though? Where did it come from? I, literally, dude, I don't know. I just was saying When's it. When's the first time you remember using the using? Uh, I'll look back on my Instagram right here. Huge bush. It's quite a, it's quite a while back. Like I mean, this is a I think 10 like year. Things say like twenty sixteen. Oh, this is uh, this is like ten years for me at least. First time this I was, ever used it. This is way ways back in my my. Uh, two thousand seventeen is the first time I posted it on social media. But anyways, anyways, speaking of huge bushes, we no longer have huge bushes <laughs> thanks to our new friends at Manscaped, who are the best in men's below the waist grooming, and they are the champions of the world in that in that line. Manscaped, of the world. Manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels. That kind of rhymes. Nice. That's, That's hot rhymes. Probably, Manscaped's fourth generation twi- trimmer, the Lawn Mower 4.0, which Ted and I have both used. On and we bush. can attest to, and like, man, I did went right on the sack with mine, like legit. Yeah. And I was it's scared because I've, there's been times in the past where I had nicked my sack and it's been not a good scene. The Manscaped 4.0. Never had an issue. Did not nick the sack. Look at this. Look at it. It looks like a little set of balls. Man, it's beautiful. The the, look at the presentation. It's and then beautiful. it says, it's gorgeous. It's a whole new balls game. And it's not it's here gorgeous. because I already used it on my balls. And I didn't want it's, you guys to see it. It's beautiful. So join over the 2 million men worldwide who trust Menscaped with this exclusive offer for From you. cowboy shit. <laughs> From us and Manscaped. Yeah. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code HUGEBUSH at manscaped.com. Make sure you use it. Get on it with the boys. You know, man, I might start I might start shaving more than just my bush with my Manscaped 4.0. <laughs> you're not supposed to you're not supposed to uh not supposed to say that part because that's uh it's only supposed to be for your ball sack. We're also gonna use it. You know your what? You're, no, it's you no, use it's your not. ball. You're gonna no, use your ball growing, on your face. It's too? growing in body. It's growing in oh. body. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna shave your hoop with it. Is that what you're trying to say? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> now that I won't cut it. Oh, that's always dude. the that's always the fear, man. But anyways, man. yeah. Welcome Manscaped. Code Huge Bush. Yeah. Save twenty percent. I think I just gonna on go it. on a limb and say that uh, Huge Bush might be the best promo code in the history of uh, of the Manscaped. Um, promotions i don't know for sure i've heard a few ads in the, and, and, and ours one. yeah ours definitely sets the bars so yeah. i mean yeah if you're looking i know there's probably a few people out there looking for a new trimmer i know i use could use an upgrade so this was perfect timing for us yeah me too oh. I, I i'd seen the different ads on some of the other shows and seen, yeah like, they've been definitely targeting me on the line so i uh i was pumped to get get us get hooked up thanks manscape for the uh for the ball trimmer the lawnmower it's got uh even has variable lengths. You can have different length of bush if you wish. Yeah. And don't forget, you get 20% off free shipping yeah. with code HUGEBUSH, manscaped.com. That's right. 20% off. 
and check, check and free worldwide shipping. Free when you shipping. use code HUGEBUSH, unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Man, I'm good at this shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is episode 94, Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy, presented by Circle 4 Ranch Water. We'll be back with our interview this week after this. Nothing on earth that'll get me humming like a heat wave coming. I'll come running with you, making that tan in the broad daylight. And every night is a Saturday night. Everything's right with the summer coming. I'm the first one standing in line. For my day in the sun, I've been working till the sun don't shine. We are back. It's episode 94 of Cowboy Shit. I'm Ted. He's Wacy. And our guest today is a man who spent his career... Uh, oh, wait. I messed that up. Gotta do this keep somewhere. going, man. Gotta keep going? <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> Spending his professional career building organizations and taking on new challenges. He's a lawyer by training, serving as a policy advisor to the federal government in Ottawa, building and selling an advertising agency. He's also involved in commercial property development and has also built a retail a franchise retail business. He's a 40-year volunteer with the Calgary Stampede and the current president and chairman of the board, Steve McDonough. Thanks for being on the show today. Thanks for doing this. Welcome to the show. Heavy hitter. 94. No, 94. About to crack a cold one and get started, eh? So stamp- 40 years the Stampede is like most of the time the Stampede's been going. Yeah, 40 years as a volunteer. It's a long time. Yeah, probably about uh, six years before that. I was actually a, a carny, so... Um, that's, uh, that's where I started the organization. Wow. Um, what booth, what did you do? I was a bingo caller. A bingo caller? Was that? I won some sweet prizes on bingo one time, uh, Swan River Rodeo, like 2010. How did you get that job though? Was that like a stampede job or was that like, were you part of the traveling I was crew? part of the traveling crew with really? Conklin shows. No oh, shit. Okay, we need to, Gen- we need to get Guy named uh, Morley <laughs> Scott ran the... Well, he's a radio guy from Edmonton, isn't he? What? Or is that a different guy? Probably a different... Different, oh, different Morley Scott? Different Morley Scott, but Morley took care of the uh, bingos, and oh, uh, we had two at Calgary. That's sweet. One was underneath where the big four is. Really? And there, then In we the had basement, a, and that's a new venue now. It was outside, actually. Really? Yeah, so that's, uh, that's, that's where I mostly worked, and then really? uh, we would uh, set up and tear down the, uh, the circus tent bingo as well so really and did you have to set it up and tear it down like for each show not every night like not every night for, no it was for every every mm-hmm. show you went to mm-hmm. but so you went to like you would have done calgary you would have done like klondike days at the time you would have done like p and e i didn't go that far i went no? calgary and edmonton and oh, okay. i'll tell you that that was uh that was a change of life yeah and you were 12 years old <laughs> well 12 to 17 so i okay. worked there uh, quite That's a few wild. years yeah dang did you ever see some like sketchy carny stuff oh yeah, of course. Can you tell us about <laughs> That's what I said. It was, I was, a, so it, was a, it was a life-changing thing. I wouldn't recommend it to parents to send their kids on the road. But oh man, um, it was you know it was it was a it was some good times. I got to say, and I, I look back at it and have a respect for how hard those people work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Was so that was that the first time you got hammered up, drunk? Was that when you were <laughs> <With> the <carnies. laughs> the it, it had to be. I can't imagine it yeah. wasn't. That's wild. <laughs> Or can you not get into that? Is this microphone on? <laughs> I can turn it off for a between while. Between you, me, Ted, and the 1,900 people who listen to each episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just we'll keep oh, it on man. the down low? Yeah, yeah okay. All right. Okay. Um, no, there were some good times in, in that. And uh, I, as I say, I look back. I got to go find my Conklin shirt one of these days. Oh, yeah. Are they, really they're not still like in, the show, like in the show business world, are they? No, I believe the Conklin so family sold to North American Midway. Oh, okay, so okay. 
it's still got the same roots. And they're still coming here to Calgary. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, pretty awesome. cool. It's kind of like a circle of life kind of thing where you like you start there and then look at you now. You're at the top. Started at the bottom, now you're here. Here we are, right? Yeah. Sitting yeah. in the uh, president's, president's room <laughs> at yeah. the Calgary cool. Stampede. For, for two years, it's Steve's room, right? Or is it Steve's president's room? How does that, does that work? <laughs> I don't is think that would room? go over very well <laughs> if I tried to call it my room. You can't put like a sign over it that says Steve's, Steve's room? For, no, no. It's, it's not allowed? So then what was the next step past the Carney part into the volunteer side? How did well, that happen? That's a great question. I um, My family was involved with the Calgary Stampede for uh, since I you know, had a cowboy hat with a whistle on it. <laughs> we just lived down the road. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, my dad actually competed in the Stampede. Really? What did he do? He was in the steer riding. Really? So he was just, just a kid. No way. Cowboy kid. Uh, so I've always... We've always had an association with the Calgary Stampede. And um, so the question was, when I got involved as a volunteer, I, I used to follow my dad around uh, when he was with the hosting and hospitality committee. And just, I met some great people. Apparently, I met the, the Three Stooges. Now, I was too young to, to remember it now, but <laughs> my dad would tell me I'd met them. That's cool. Yeah, there was... It, really? So the Stampede's always been kind of a central place for me to... Uh, make friends, socialize, be with my family, and uh, and here I am. So, yeah, it's been a good run. Oh, yeah. And so we were asking before, you've been involved for 40 years on the volunteer side. Yeah. Where did you start on the volunteer Grandstand side? Grandstand committee, showbiz. And, and why? Well, again, uh, it goes back to my dad, but back in the day, uh, and, and I think you and I have talked about this, Ted, is that over we a few whiskeys at Smithville. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good place for it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that's where the best stories are told at oh, Smithville. Yeah. Um, we used to do things like land helicopters on the stage during yeah. the show. There would be acrobatics. But anything aviation-related, uh, back in the day, you would need a, an actual airport system, a radio. Really? And it was like called... ATC? It was an enormous radio uh, wow. from back in time. And it was called uh, Stampede Control. So the Calgary International Airport knew that Stampede Control was online. And we would That's control so uh, the wing walkers, the helicopters. Dang. Um, and my dad was busy with other volunteer things, so he'd stick me in front of this radio. No way. And I would do the countdown for the Avery family and, and the production. They didn't know that there was a 15-year-old bringing in the, <laughs> bringing in the, uh, the airplanes, but uh, after after a while, they kept wondering why this kid was hanging around. Holy! Yeah. So um, yeah, I was I was probably when I was 16, as soon as I could drive, because I had to put this this thing in my trunk. Yeah. So now Holy it's smokes. all done with cell phones, of course. So. Yeah. Wow. So then, so when did you wrestle the bear? Oh, <laughs> you know, I had a date on that. This is a real story. Straight Khabib. <laughs> I looked. I looked it up, and jeez, uh, what year was it? I was probably about 19 years old, and um, I remember Rod Stewart was in Calgary at the Saddle Dome that it's a night. Big show. Yeah. yeah, Rod Stewart's awesome. Yeah, that's sweet. Dang. So I I went over to the Rod Stewart concert, and I then I looked at my watch. I had to be back at a certain point <laughs> yeah. to wrestle the bear. <laughs> yeah. And what a uh, night. That's a hell of a night. Oh, it was a great that's night. Rod sweet. Stewart and wrestling a bear. Yes. So that was my evening. And and when we talk about fighting the bear, I was actually just pummeled by a by a grizzly who was trained in Greco Roman wrestling. Really? Yeah, I'm not. 
Yeah. <laughs> you probably just went with some crazy fist or something. You were the, like, what were you? You were the, the it's like uh, when, uh, the chew sem- toy? Semi pro when Jackie Moon fights the bear. Yeah. What's his safe word? Isn't it like Splamoni or something? <laughs> Splamoni. Yeah, that bear didn't escape. <laughs> <laughs> Going to the crazy fist. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I wish I'd known. Uh, oh, so man. Good. I guess we should get into some real questions, hey, maybe? That's cool. I, I can't, like, the pathways. So you started out with the grandstand committee, and then right. where, what was next? Like, was that, like, kind of a goal when you started to keep climbing or diff- trying different committees like as we all know like there's a lot of committees well, and, and like i right? wonder like why volunteer too yeah. like like what what's the why behind it on the on the volunteer side there's there's two thousand over two thousand volunteers 2500 now yeah. right yeah so so what, what's the why behind the volunteer side is it go back to the community side of it and the like the meeting people is that kind of part of the why or, or what what is it you know i i don't think it it's over the top to say that when you start volunteering with a committee you, they become like family, yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely closer than friends because you get to see them once a year. And, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and like you, once a month when there's normal meetings too, right? Mm-hmm. It becomes <laughs> like your friends. Exactly. Yeah. So I've watched people grow up. I've seen them yeah. you know, throughout my whole life. And I think I, I like that. Um, I went away to school. I'd come back and I had a place to, to be. Was it Carleton too or were you in the U.S.? Oh, I, oh went, I read this I went, too. I forget yeah, right now. Yeah, that I'm going to change that bio, but it's uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of dry, isn't it? Um, I went to Acadia University, and that's right. Okay. And then uh, I went to the University of Wales in Great Britain. As oh, well. that I forgot so about that cool. part. I knew that's I read this stuff, and I didn't. Sweet. I should have put it down better. I'm sorry. I love that shit. No, that's, awesome. that's all right. That's wild. And okay, so, so go back to where you were at. So, so I would come back in the summers and yeah. and uh, be able to just fit right back into the yeah. community, um, and I enjoyed it. It it Hey, who gets to uh, work with, you know, flying uh, trapeze acts and yeah. bears and and all the other <laughs> wrestle a bear and go to a Rod Stewart concert in the same night? In the same oh, night. Yes. <laughs> it's a thing of dreams. But I I really did have a, a good time, and you know, it was twenty nine years on the grandstand committee. Oh, so wow. and those oh, years wow. years go by very quickly. And okay. Wow. Just quickly, what happened after you wrestled the bear? Did you like? Did you just have free reign at at the at the at the ranchman's after it? Like, yeah. Cowboys was like, Probably. yeah, I just wrestled a bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after, after you get up to the you get to this. That's probably the, the night you met your wife too. And they just too, eh? they He's just like, this this man sorry. wrestled a bear. Yeah, it was uh, after. I think after I wrestled the bear, I was just happy to be out of there, <laughs> just um, be alive. Didn't yeah, die. and so and like anyone who's 19 20 years old at the time yeah. that is not the end of the evening so yeah no. it was probably <laughs> off to Quite nashville or that's how you flex at the bar <laughs> like that's like that's Jeez. like any like you can go anybody can show up to the bar and they can be who like rod stewart could have came to the bar yeah and they would have like, been looking at me yeah everyone you're, you're, you're the, the one yeah you have his spot in the vip with the bottle <laughs> service being like yeah sorry this guy just wrestled a bear rod like you gotta go dude <laughs> <laughs> well i think oh, it was yeah. probably dusty's back in the day oh okay and then there was uh what else there was one that was Oh, I forget what it's called now. There's a few. There's a, was there a long branch at at one point too? Are we talking about in the uh, in the Dusties in the Dusties bar? I, that's before uh, my time. Yeah, oh, I'm just I'm showing my <laughs> I'm age sorry, here. I, don't know these. <laughs> I could just start throwing out some names, but yeah, there was a there was a, a few test. different iterations, but nothing like the original Dusties. So 29 years on the grandstand committee, yeah. and then uh, so that puts you to only 11 years ago. But that and technically you would have had to get on the board pretty soon after that. Yeah, I, I left, uh, when I left the grandstand committee, I had been elected to the board. To the board, yeah. yeah. And and tell me what the path to the board, it was different than most for you. Oh, you're going to go there? Do you want me to or no? <laughs> we don't have to. That's all right. I, uh, 
Well, there's, you know, I was elected to the board by the shareholders of the Stampede. And yeah. um, it was, a, what, 11, 12 years ago now? Yeah. Um, there was there was a different, there's three different ways to get on the board, to be appointed, to be uh, nominated by the nominating shareholders committee, yeah. or to, um, to nom be nominated by some of your peers. And so I was nominated by my peers to run, uh, and uh, was elected. So mm -hmm. that's cool. And on, and been on the board since, and then and then you get elected uh, elected by the board to the executive. That's right. And it's eight years um, until you're. It's eight years on the executive where you're the second vice chair, vice chair, president, then two years past president. Correct. That's right. So two yeah. years in each uh, in, in each, each position. Nice and so this day. is year one of the presidency. That's right. Yeah, kind of a shit year to get <laughs> presidency, really, isn't it? It's not, navigate, but not how I pictured it. But <laughs> yeah. how could we, right? Yeah, uh, it's tough, especially yeah, seven years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Jeez, or five years ago now. No, I, who could have seen what a pandemic would do to all of Ugh. us? But uh, just the same, and it's. Uh, it's one of those things you just got to step up for, and and I'm happy the board's right there with me. Um, so we should go and ask this one right now. I think I think we got to say um, why have the stampede this year? It would have been easier to cancel, um, but now the Calgary Stampede is leading the charge for live events in Canada, bringing them back. It's kind of scary for some folks right now to have an event like this, but but tell us about the why first. Why have it this year? Why are we doing the stampede again in 2021? Well, that's a great question, but it's it it's the right thing to do. Um, Calgary Stampede has always been a kind of trailblazing. I don't want to say maverick, but since the beginning, though, since 1912, yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, uh, when Guy Wiedek wanted to put the initial Calgary Stampede on, uh, he talked to some people in the in the city, and and the comment was, "Calgary's not ready for something like the Calgary Stampede." <laughs> so uh, you know, so so here we are, but. You know, we understand that people are going to have different levels of comfort with mm -hmm. uh, the the emerging steps after a pandemic. Totally mm -hmm. get that. Uh, but the Calgary Stampede has been working for a year to to see how to put this on properly. And it's an ever-changing environment. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's 15 days from oh. the day of this taping. <laughs> yeah. I'm so, I'm so stoked. For, like, I just even... Like tonight after work, we had some a little bit of happy hour at the office, and there's people around buzzing, having conversation. And I just I'm like longing for those things, and it's kind of it's one of those things too that ties into like the like the core of what Stampede is is like persevering through tough times, and again, like you said, trailblazing. So it's pretty cool to see that Stampede leading the way. So it's something that's so close to like what we do and everything too on that on that front. Well, it's always been the Calgary Stampede and the grounds have always been the gathering place for Calgarians and. You know, that, that's really what the tradition is, is getting people together. And, you know, while I say I work with my, my volunteer family, I see people I haven't seen in a year on the tarmac at, at the grandstand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to that every year. So The same goes for us, too. It's one of those things where it's a place to gather and get together. And what I love the most about Stampede is... <clears throat> the whole city buys in for the 10 days, you know, like people who aren't directly involved with agriculture, or Western lifestyle or Western sports, like they're behind it and they're taking part in it. It's, it's so cool to see that in the mainstream. I wish it was like that all the time, but for a city such as Calgary size, you know, like there's a big disconnect and that kind of thing. So it's cool to see people jump on board. You're right. It's, and it's wonderful. And even, even in a cancellation year, like last year, people still wanted to get together mm -hmm. 
at, at the distances we did, masks. But even in a canceled stampede, we still had drive-through oh, yeah. breakfasts yeah. and mm -hmm. we had fireworks and, and all those sorts of things bring our community together. And mm -hmm. this year with vaccines and, and you know, all the, all the progress that's been made there, we believe we can move forward very safely. Uh, it's going to be a different looking stampede. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be breaking any attendance <laughs> records here. Like, yeah. like, let's be real. We know that. Um, and we're going out safely. Uh, you know, it, I, I think as you were saying, Wacy, people are getting together and it's becoming normal now. Mm -hmm. Um, but the stampede in what we have planned is still going to absolutely be aware of, of the nervousness or the, um, the just apprehension the almost yeah, yeah the yeah. different atmosphere that we're in now so mm -hmm. we're 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 part of the community too we're not just going ahead yeah i think that's the, like it's caught in the shuffle a lot too again that kind of ties back to the disconnect point where it's like if you're not directly involved in this side of the coin it's easy to think that you're just selfishly going forward this event just to have the event where it's like there's been a year long amount of planning going into this right like it's not just like it's, it's been strategic the whole way and you want to keep those people safe and bring people together but i think that's one a point that gets kind of lost in the shuffle where it's like you're not just having the event for the sake of having the event you know i couldn't say that better myself and thank you because uh sometimes i get tired of hearing myself talk or think about it <laughs> yeah. but to hear it coming from you that that means a lot and that is true we're we are planning we're strategic we're safety-minded and and really ready to host our community and uh i hope to see everyone there i'm what, looking forward to it what are what's it going to look like um and how much more is it going to change in the next couple of weeks just kind of high level there's people have seen different announcements but what can we what can we expect well the calgary stampede has has been known for for uh the pivot i guess uh uh, it, it's quite funny because some people say it always looks the same and other people mm -hmm. uh, complain when it's different. Um, <laughs> but it's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and there's going to be some differences. So uh, first off, uh, expect to see fewer people on the midway in the grounds. Mm -hmm. um, that is, that, to me, that's kind of nice. I, I any, that. Well, anyone <laughs> yeah. who's been down, I, I've it's been so saying busy. Yeah. It, it's going to feel like a Monday. Yeah, and anyone who's been mm -hmm. down on a Monday, it's one of those days that you get nervous that people aren't coming. Yeah. But if we see that many people in one place, that'll be a quite a, a big gathering. Mm -hmm. So that's roughly half of what our usual day is like. Yeah, um, the shows. Uh, I'm talking about the grandstand now. There will be um, if you want to sit far away from someone, or if you want to sit right in the mix. Yeah, you'll be able to pick that. Do whichever you please. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, the in rodeo infield, I, I expect that to be a little more uh, crowded. Mm -hmm. Infield and that's bar. how you want to watch your. It's my your, spot. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And, and and frankly, those those tickets are pretty much sold out anyway. Yeah, they're all gone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, talk about let's talk about some of the challenges this year. I think the just what it's what it's been like. You've had to plan probably seventy two million different scenarios on what this might look like. What have been some of the biggest challenges mm -hmm. on on that side of it? Well, it's a great question, and, and uh, we had asked our volunteers, volunteer leaders and staff to plan three different stampedes. Mm -hmm. So a small, just a little bit bigger than maybe last year's, um, <laughs> yeah. a medium, and then a large would not would be no more than 75% of what yeah. a regular stampede might look like. Which so is what we're kind of getting towards right now. That's, that's about, but we're not going to go any higher than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, 
you're going to shut the gates at some point. The, the plan is the plan. And yeah. even though it's going to feel like we're all back to normal, we're mm-hmm. not all back to normal. We, yeah. we sure hope so and uh, soon. But um, so we've asked for three different plans and then we could pick an area. So when we, when we had heard the uh, province would be opening after phase three, you start to, to make those plans and kind of dial in. And that's where we are right now. But uh, things are being... Uh, ruled out as as we can put them in mm-hmm. in concrete. We're making some great announcements. Uh, mm-hmm. So last week was the Nashville North. Um, this week's the, the summer, summer stage. Summer stage. Summer stage. It's a yeah. heck of a lineup for that too. That's it looks awesome. Great. Yeah. yeah there's some, there's some great I'm names. Stoked for live live music. I'm pumped to go see Classified. Yeah, Classified like Rips. Yeah, good stuff. The Sheepdogs. It's gonna be a fun oh, fun yeah. week. Man, a default playing. Yeah, default. I love Getting default. the old band back. Yeah, <laughs> Monster Truck. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm it's gonna jack for time. And then in the well, Nashville, you got Brett Kissel, um, George Canyon. Uh, who else? James Barker Band. Yeah, Jess, is Jess Moskler going too? I think so. Yeah. I was just off the top of my head naming off a couple, yeah. but but anyways, it's gonna yeah, be yeah. gonna be a banger banger of a week. It's gonna be good times. Oh, Can't wait to get back to it. This is what, one of the ones I missed the most last year. Like, of all the events we go to all year, this one in the hometown, it just felt weird to be golfing during the Stampede. Or, like, we went and had a lake weekend with a bunch of us. A bunch of us that actually, like, work here at the Stampede every year. We went to Pine Lake, and we all had a lake weekend. And it was so... It was fun to do something different, but it was not what it should have been. Yeah, oh. you felt like you shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, we should be somewhere right now. I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember driving by, like, the grounds, like, that... The that first we, day of Stampede, like we we're supposed yeah. to be, like, we we're supposed to be there for the first part for the rodeo. I was just so sad. I was like, "This is mm-hmm. like such be such a fun." Because we had plans. Remember, we were gonna float down to the contestant <laughs> oh, yeah. on the river the one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe this year. Yeah, maybe down this year. Down to G sixty five. Is that what you're gonna do? Down the elbow, just stay yeah. down and yeah. get it, get, jump out in the back. <laughs> have our because like, do you think my Dave's can just have our clothes sitting there for yeah. us? Yeah. Jump out of the river, <laughs> deflate our tubes. Now that's an have entry. Have lunch and have a day. That's an entry. <laughs> now, now we got a presence like with the, with the podcast and stuff and the brand. That'd be a heck of an entry. Yeah, we'd, we'd have the Ranch Water River Rodeo <laughs> and we just show up <laughs> the to the G sixty five. <laughs> Start the day. Be, Let's make that awesome. happen. Yeah, it's good, good content. <laughs> That's awesome. I love well, this ranch water is um, pretty nice too. You don't mind today? It's pretty good stuff. Yeah. I, I've really enjoyed it. It's a very refreshing good on people. a warm day like today. Is this um, our on-air read of it? It could be. It could be. You <laughs> know, it's like <laughs> on-air product reviews. You're a new. You're a new consumer. It's a conversion hour for us. Like we're yeah. like helping out, helping out the ranch water team. Is yeah. like we got a Good new customer for them. I give which it. Which is there's, huge. Thumbs up. There's oh, more in the. There's more in Steve's fridge too. You give it. JC in other words, you give it a Yahoo. I would give it a full <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> um, um, so um, we got to go back to challenges one more time. I okay, to, I have a question gotta, to build off challenges. So this works right. good. Yeah, because I got to ask about the chuck wagon. The chuck wagons. Yeah. Tell us, tell us the full story about about the chucks and why there's no chucks this year. Well, it, it's uh, yeah, that's a good question, and and I think it needs to be talked about a little more. Uh, the chuck wagons are obviously one of the the draws and the favorite uh, parts of the Calgary Stampede, and and yes, it's uh, it's quite sad we are not having them in 2021. Um, that was not our plan, mm-hmm. um, but this is just how it, how it worked out for this year. Uh, the board, I want to say, it, you know, I've heard some some pretty amazing reasons for us not uh, hosting the chuck wagons in in Calgary this summer, and you know, we haven't we haven't there's two sides to every story. So mm-hmm. there's there's just a few people that are out there um, spinning tails. Um, but I, I want to say on behalf of the Calgary Stampede Board, we are absolutely supportive and uh, we love the chuck wagons. So we are going to be 
um, ensuring their sustainability, safety, and and monitoring. Um, and it's all according to, you know, our almost 100 years of racing at Stampede. But this year, uh, you know, some of the details on it, I guess, it, and this isn't a he said, he said sort of thing. It's It's just there's more to it than we just didn't want the racing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we want is safe racing. What we want is racing that's under our uh, fitness to compete. And I think that that, uh, that term has been kind of boiled down to we're worried about the safety of horses. And, and while that is true, we are worried about the safety of horses. Our fitness to compete program is not just about horses, it's about competitors. It's mm-hmm. about the track. Mm-hmm. It's about the environment. And, you know, frankly, uh, those races are only as safe as the uh, least safe driver on the track. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and no driver's going to set out to be not safe. It's just, it's been two years. Um, so, you know, there's specifics in our fitness to compete, including, um, racing five weeks before, uh, before the Calgary Stampede. So keep in mind, we are only one of the stops on the, on the yeah. Chuckwagon mm-hmm. circuit. And um, would have been the first one. Well, could have, I guess. It, it, as it turned out, all the other races canceled yeah. ahead of us. So yeah. we would have been the first, but that's not where we, uh, that's not the kind of, sh- of show we put on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need uh, uh, we need teams that have been racing mm-hmm. for five weeks, and in fact, it's a contractual obligation that they would be racing um, 17.6 days in the in the five weeks leading up to Stampede. So when it turned out that that wasn't going to be possible, um, now we work with the WPCA. We don't work with individual drivers. Yeah. So, and the CPCA as well. Yeah, absolutely, CPCA. Uh, but uh, it, both those associations, um, they manage the drivers, they manage the talent, and that's who we negotiate with mm-hmm. when, we, when yeah. we bring them in. So th- it's up to, uh, up to them. And we looked at every angle of how we could, we could uh, bring the races to Calgary this year. And it just was not going to become feasible without breaking our own rules. And mm-hmm. this community wants to, to ensure that you know, we have a social license and that we can race chuck wagons. And if we just start tossing things out for the sake, I think you guys said, we're just putting the stampede on. We're not putting the stampede on just for the sake of stamp. And, and that would be the, the same situation. Mm-hmm. We need certain conditions to be met. Uh, you know, we've... When I said track conditions, that is one of the things that we were very serious about maintaining after any um, any issues in the past. And we've 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 gone out and put three hundred and fifty some odd thousand dollars into that track. Oh, it, it is wow. it is racing ready. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue is is that the other conditions couldn't be met. So uh, we're looking forward to having them back in twenty twenty two. It's uh, and beyond. Yeah, and, and and the hundredth anniversary of Chuck Wagon Racing at Calgary in twenty twenty three. How exciting, right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a big one. It's how it it's how it's got to be. But again, we're we are a big stop on on the circuit. We know that, but mm-hmm. you know, as it turns out, look at what High River's doing. That's oh, gonna, yeah, that's going to be Absolutely. a great couple yeah. of weekends Dewberry, of racing, and and there's a bunch a bunch of stuff that's mm-hmm. come up. So. Yeah, there's going to be stuff happening. So it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you got to meet those conditions, and if yeah. you if you start breaking those, then it's going to be a chain reaction of like you, 
if you do it once, you got to do it again. Or if you do it for somebody, you got to do it for somebody else. And it's one of those that just a toxic cycle of, again, like just doing it for the sake of doing it. Does there's no value in that sense, right? No. So we 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 absolutely want to see the the, mm. the wagons run, uh, but we want to see them run for ten or twenty more years, not mm. just yeah, just to or more. Yeah, yeah not just a few. For, just for the sake. You don't of want having to show up and it be the yeah, be a be disaster. A, a rough time. Well, I, I wish yeah. I wish the races all all the best this year. Yeah. You know, frankly, I want to get them all running and and. Uh, but See back so there year. is there is yeah, absolutely oh, welcome yeah. back next year <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah. And it's not but it wasn't like you guys aren't trying to get rid of chuck wagon racing like some some folks seem to think like oh calgary doesn't want the chuck wagon racing calgary wants the chuck wagon racing it just it's a huge part of the show like a lot of yeah. people that yeah. i know especially sure. now working downtown and and whatever it's like people love going to the wagon race it's a great way like you go out with your team for the evening do some toonie bats have some beers it's easy to follow. Like people in, truly enjoy the wagons. It's not like Calgary doesn't want to have the wagons. No, you know, no. like no, I've heard some. I've heard some excellent uh, rumors out there of <laughs> the Stampede Board wants to build condos on the track and all sorts <laughs> of nonsense. Oh, like it's gotten absolutely ridiculous. Oh, but um, you know, talking to you guys, I think you can you can see we're trying to do what's right, mm-hmm. and yeah. and we do that for. The rodeo sports. Um, mm-hmm. it, this has got to be a place that um, we're all proud of, and you know, just cutting rules or cutting some slack here and there. This is too big a show to do that, and mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm proud of the decision we made. It was not an easy decision, no. but um, I'm a chuck wagon fan. I have been forever, mm-hmm. all those 29 years. <laughs> yeah. You know, honestly, I don't think I missed a race. Yeah, um, yeah. in in Calgary, but. Uh, you know, good luck to them, and and uh, you know maybe I'll be down in High River taking a yeah taking a <laughs> taking a day taking the, yeah, taking absolutely. A um, you had so yeah we t- we touched on the challenges of Stampede, and I mean like posting Stampede this year, and I mean it's one of those things. But there's also stuff to look forward to. So like, what are some of the things that you're looking most forward to about this? Because this be a diff- different look Stampede, so some new things and new whatever. It's like there's got to be some exciting things on the horizon. Well, every day is different for me now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, here I am. Uh, I'll be. Uh, close to the front of the parade. Uh, it's a mini parade this year. I, I think you on guys knew that. Yeah, it's on the grounds and, and made for TV. But, uh, you know, I, I've already mentioned it at the time of this. You don't have to go. You don't have to ride your horse as far. <laughs> no, that, my horse is probably thanking everyone. <laughs> so uh, it, it'll it be a traditional way to kick kick Stampede off. But on again, Thursday the 8th. No, Friday the ninth. Oh, the morning. Yeah, it's Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's Sneak a it's a morning yeah. thing. Yeah, sorry, I don't usually make it up. That. <laughs> well, me neither. As a grandstand <laughs> guy, I was working late. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yes, morning, early mornings at Stampede are not uh, my specialty. Uh, everyone knows that around here. I'm not <laughs> yeah, the mornings are tough. <laughs> I've been booked for I think a morning TV show, and I was. Uh, are you sure? Sorry, about that? I can't, sorry, yay. sorry I've got something else. Can't I'm, make it. Uh, well, no, I actually <laughs> appeared. I just looked a little sleepy. <laughs> the, the one, the one summer I worked for the Bat over Stampede, and obviously as them being a big supporter, mm-hmm. we had a lot of stuff going on. I think I left my sales rep van in the parking lot right over here for you like towed i bet no it's i had the parking pass so i was i think i was there for like four days did you have a parking Didn't pass from me or from stampede well i had the one i got from stampede was for the way the back lot oh yeah and yeah. then you hooked me up with like the primo parking <laughs> and i was like that it's just no no i got a sweet one from work actually because that's the that c oh, lot or right. g lot or whatever it is like oh, right, yeah. it's like literally i think it's right across it might have been the year we did the wagon stuff too i might have had a sweet parking pass i, I don't know i just deadly i literally like my my 
Like oh, on the weekends of Stampede, my van did not move until my 8 a.m. meeting Monday morning. <laughs> when you're I, I'm safe to say that now because I don't work for Labatt anymore. But it's like <laughs> I would I would roll up. I would, and then like, I think that year I went out 13 of 14 nights. You including bull busting. Including bull busting. I went out yeah. every night. And I have like as people. There's an extra on. one in there somewhere. I have the I biggest like rubber arm <laughs> going or whatever. Well done. And, uh, yeah. Well, I, I got to say, over all the years, uh, the Calgary Stampede parking and uh, tow truck operators have an excellent sense of humor. <laughs> oh yeah, I had my car Jeez. towed away because it was parked in the fires <laughs> fireworks zone, and they they kind of just sneak it off to the back somewhere. Yeah. And so you wander to around the junkyard or what do they call that lot? That's funny. Yeah. So over by like the that? over by the gates. <clears throat> back uh, the back lot. Lot twenty five. Lot twenty five. Good um, for you. Um what's the sorry, go ahead, Waze. Oh, I was just I was gonna transition to something else, but sure, it's go ahead. Do um it. so it's kind of you you mentioned like this is something that you want the community to be proud of and um this is kind of a topic that I've become super passionate about over the last few months is like there's a bit of disconnect between urban and rural or like even like Western lifestyle people. Like how can Calgary lead the way in bridging that gap of like kind of educating the more urban people on like the process of agriculture, Western sports, rodeo, like why we do what we do. Like Eggy days. Egg, like, but you know what I mean? Like there's, and it's become more of apparent with like the Bowdoin incident and yeah. um, like the rodeo bills brought up a lot of this stuff and there's been a lot of negative lights put on rodeo by people who there's a bit of disconnect on that sense. So that how can how can how can Stampede be a leader on that front? Well, it's it's a good question. As I, as I was listening to it, I was thinking about why we do what we do here, and there is such an, a huge education component. Now, the bright lights and the good music and the cold beer and all those things seem to take uh, priority for for some people, and I, I salute that. But uh, deep down, there's a there's an educational side to this whole thing. We run a Stampede school. Uh, year-round out at the OH Ranch. we have, And it also runs in the Nutrient Building as well. Um, you mentioned Aggie Days, which is uh, another personal... Love Aggie Days. I, I, just don't, I just don't like the noise of Aggie Days. Them kids, a lot of crowd. <laughs> it's the strollers bumping <laughs> into your hurt. ankles. <laughs> My ears but, but, but that's really where it starts, Wacey, is, is that kids uh, don't get out to the farms and don't get out to the ranches and don't, don't understand. Don't know where the food comes from. Right. And, and you know, if we look at the Elbow, Elbow River Camp and our indigenous partners out there, it's all education-based. So you can find different things on this park. Uh, coming down even even this year, um, it'll take you more than a day to see the art shows. You know, th- these are the things you, I think you're talking about. Um, in the beef cattle area, they'll, they'll, they'll take you through uh, the whole process, if you will, from start from pasture to plate. And all those educational things are are a major part of our content as i say it's you know i've i've been known to run over to nashville and ignore some of that some days but i you know i've had my kids through working at aggie <laughs> yeah. days my my daughter's actually a volunteer cool. uh with with the stampede and third that, generation now or more that's third my son third? my son was a young canadian and um and then he was uh, he was in sheep shearing as a as a volunteer and then my daughter um and uh, Warren Connell's daughter actually oh, yeah. worked together for a few years uh, in the Country Critters. So, okay. Yeah, they cool. give llama presentations, and and I think that's where you're getting. Yeah, yeah. I just like I, I've noticed just you see a lot in the media and stuff. There's people who, yeah, they they think they know what they know, but there's obviously a disconnect. Where and I feel like there's a bit of OS on people from our side of the coin to be like, hey, like 
it's not that way. And, it, and it, that's part of what the shoot yeah, tours are. Yeah, on exactly. The, and there's a lot of stampedes are leader in that infield sure. side. Yeah, which we can't do this year. No, but, uh, won't be doing any of that because of the that's bubble. That's usually a big, big mm-hmm. part of the of the education part of it, mm-hmm. and the the premium seating part of it too, really. Well, absolutely, and and yes, I know those shoot tours and back of barn tours, mm-hmm. and, and frankly, if you get back in the barns, um, but the there's there that's a pretty special place to be. So you oh yeah, you you uh, you will remember it. The understage tours of uh, of grandstand the, show. the grandstand show mm-hmm. or. Some of the behind-the-scenes things at the Calgary Stampede are, are quite memorable. And what's it, your most memorable part of it? Oh boy! Do you have any? Are there any secret hallways or doorways around here that <laughs> some tunnels from here to the to the grandstand? <laughs> well, this president's tunnels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the the old headquarters building here we are is uh, you know it's it's a place I've spent some time in, but actually the uh, the ag building is where I spent most of my years. That's where yeah. the, my mm-hmm. meetings were, and that's got the old. Uh, Safes and vaults downstairs yeah, that got so flooded cool. out, and yeah, there's all kinds of fun places. There's same. like there's a vault with a bunch of bronzes in it. There's like there's a replica of every bronze from like I don't know I don't know how long back or if it's forever, but like they they're getting there's an extra bronze made for each year for the trophies like the daily winners and the, and the, I think the champion winners mm-hmm. too maybe, but there's like replicas where there's an extra one mm-hmm. in the vault somewhere. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, they were cleaned up after the flood of 2013. I think yeah. that that uh, vault yeah. flooded pretty flooded hard. Flooded pretty bad, yeah. Yeah. And the, even the champion ones for those years didn't have for that year didn't have like the wood on them was all wrecked. So they had to get them redone. It was kind of neat. Yeah, there's so you talk about, you know, some of the favorite things. Yeah. I I I I, I got to go to the people really cuz they're just they make me laugh every year. <laughs> uh, there's a bunch of characters around here and you know, I, I've uh, been fortunate as a director liaison over the past 10, 12 years to go and work with, say, the Sheep Committee or mm-hmm. the Chuck Wagon Committee, and you get to know those people, and, and they're tight. They've got their own culture and their own friends oh, yeah. and their own That's rules. And yeah, really. Caravan Committee, committee i got to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd never heard of the mix of uh, pickle juice and rye, but... Oh, no. Yeah. The picklebacks? Is that what it's called? Yeah, well, I had a shot, like a, a shot, of, shot of Jameson's and then a shot of pickle juice to wash oh, it down. It's good for you. That yeah. just lets uh, you know that they consider you a friend. <laughs> if you get a pickle back, <laughs> it's a right of passage. <laughs> yeah, oh, indeed. Yeah. We've kind of already talked about it a little bit, but as to on the volunteer side and the why, but you're you're uh, you're a businessman, like you make your living between numerous different things. Like, tell us more about what. Like what your what your real job is during the day. This is only this is only a volunteer position. It costs you money to be the president of the Stampede. Well, it it's a labor of love for sure. And and becoming president, I uh, sat in my office one day and I said, "Just this is taking all my day every day." Um, but you know what? It it's a limited period of time as well. And and I think I'm the 38th president of the Calgary Stampede. Dang. Yeah, I know, right? Um, That's awesome. Has it has it always been this way? Is this is this been the structure since almost the beginning, or did they change it after a while, or how did that? Well, did there's that there's two different corporate structures of the Calgary Stampede. Yeah, and we're currently in in the I, second one. In the second one, obviously, but okay, the first one I think went out of business. It's those guys. Oh, were, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Bad bad go. Yeah, that would <laughs> got off the, off the rail a little oh, bit. Oh, because was that a for profit originally? 
Uh, and then it became an NPO later probably, on? Probably, because Guy Wiedek wouldn't have been... Thinking. Yeah, he he wasn't working for free, eh? No, he oh, wasn't. God. There he is. Yeah. That, that cash money. Hmm. Yeah. But uh, yes, we are a not-for-profit organization now, mm-hmm. and so I'm, yeah. I'm the president of a not-for-profit, which is, is fascinating, but... Yeah. Uh, Every penny goes right back into this community and yeah. education, as we talked about mm-hmm. earlier, um, and the youth programs and the bands. Mm-hmm. Our band has been the number one marching show band in the world for I don't know how many years. Numerous. I didn't know that's a hot stat. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's cool. The, that's they, sweet. Calgary Stampede show band shows up and they win. <laughs> <laughs> Winners win. Yeah. Do the job, get paid. Yeah. So, so what's your what's your real job though? Tell us about that day to day, or do you have one right now? Do you do you manage your your investments in certain <laughs> private and public cra- companies? Is that what it is? Jeez, if I told you window. that, I'd have to kill you, right? <laughs> Some ass coin. You don't have to. We, we you go back mystery. to like the not for profit thing, though. It's something we kind of talked off camera. <laughs> where, saved you. Where it's like um, <laughs> it's something that gets like caught off. Like like people don't really realize that it's a not for profit, and all the money goes back into like your business activities, and it just seems it's easy for people to point fingers and be like, oh yeah, they rake in all this cash and all this that and the other. Where it's like that's not the case. Like there's stuff needs to be paid for that happens here and there's more than just 10 days of stampede that goes on right and and running a not-for-profit means you don't have a big bank account at the end yeah, of the yeah. year um so it's uh, hats off to the our finance people and uh who are both volunteers and paid mm-hmm. uh, we have very our audit and finance committee is is just awesome but we're um you know we're in in better days and uh we would count dollars and and quarters now we're counting pennies uh, and mm-hmm. making sure that we save and mm-hmm. we turn off the lights in this room when we're not in here. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we have to be responsible stewards of, of the brand yeah. and, uh, and and the legacy of the Calgary Stampede. So so coming from a business background, though, and, and a law background, right. well, like, why do you care about rodeos and cowboy shit? What, like, what's in it for you to care about that I stuff? Love, I like that question. It's well, awesome. that is a good question, yeah, isn't it? That, yeah. I'm the only guy in the room wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? I got my headphones on. <laughs> Wearing so, white, white Nikes and joggers, exactly. <laughs> but uh, you know, well, he sees a downtown division, though it's different. That's true. I'm a concrete cowboy. <laughs> what a great question! It causes you to think. But you know, I've grown up uh, loving uh, the Stampede. But even before that, as a my my family background, well, I I don't claim to be a cowboy. You know that. Um, I grew up uh, going to family ranches in Pincher Creek area. So my family background. My mom was a, a ranch kid. Uh, she was with the Lynch Stauntons, Buchanans, um, the Hardys, the Kirby's down in the Pincher Creek area. So they were ranchers from way, way back. Um, in fact, my family's part of the, uh, Southern Alberta Pioneers Association. So, yeah. So, you know, while I'm a city kid and Mm -hmm. everything, I, um, actually my uncle's coming up for the, uh, president's reception here in in july and oh, cool. i'm really proud of that he doesn't <laughs> like coming to the city at all and uh, he's the guy that taught me to ride oh and cool so he made sure that we all had a pony and and uh, i just heard he's coming up he rsvp'd yes nice. and I was not and where did you where did you grow up then so i well was it pincher was it a, you have ties to ontario and then you have another like don't you have a place in Pennsylvania too, isn't that right? <laughs> so I grew up uh, <laughs> all over Alberta. So yeah. my dad was a. Oh, you were a carny, yeah. Yeah, I was a, carny. a lot of homes. <laughs> no, no, my dad was a. My dad was in the oil business, and he was a pilot. So we lived in. I don't know if you guys know where high level Alberta Duh. is. Oh yeah, my my 
No, sorry, I shouldn't have said does. Like, <laughs> Duh. Yeah, of Duh. course I do. Ted knows his geography, <laughs> no, guys. No, my uh, my mom uh, is from Keg River. She, mm. her, she's pro- I think she's there right now. But my my uh, grandparents are from Keg River, so okay. I absolutely know High River. Yeah, I was there like high last level, fall. High level, Ted. High yeah. level. Sorry, your geography. Right? Come on. So Rainbow, yeah, Rainbow Lake, Lacrete, yeah. um, Hay River, a little far no- north of that in the territories. I lived in Peace River Manning. for eight months. Yeah, yeah some, I lived in Peace River. Yeah. I lived in yeah. Swift Current, all these places. Speedy, Speedy Creek. Creek. Speedy yeah. Creek. Oh, nice. um, yeah, so uh, my dad high was... High level. Cool. High level. My dad was a, a bush pilot. Yeah. They called him a flying mud man. So he would Dang. fly into to, uh, oil rigs and check do, yeah. do his check. Probably check some mud, seismic check stuff, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I uh, lived up in, in that area. So we were all around Alberta. Um, oh, wow. And then came back to uh, to Calgary, uh, probably in the early seventies, and okay. and then really, my dad just got involved with the Stampede. Just he didn't want to leave. Mm-hmm. He took it on, and really, and so this I, is where he made roots. Yeah, that's a cool story. Yeah, so we were, you know, some of the stories. He he was an early volunteer, I, and I can remember the day he got his first uh, volunteer badge, and uh, I'm sporting this year's uh, volunteer this badge. Year, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So I remember that day. He was very proud, and I I just. I, something twigged for me seeing, mm-hmm. you know, that, that pride of belonging and everything. And I used to just hang around with them. I got to know all these, as I said earlier, but one of his, uh, the best jobs that, uh, I liked for him was, uh, he was the host for all the, uh, rodeo, uh, Queens and princesses who would come in from Racing other towns. The rodeo queen. Uh, I've spent some time with the queen committee. <laughs> yes, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> so, so that was quite fun for me. I got to, and what uh, age were you? Was that when you were fighting bears? I was uh, no, I was I was quite a bit younger. I was oh, probably uh, uh, fourteen ish. <laughs> yeah, not bad age. Yeah, <laughs> suddenly that job stopped for my dad at a certain. <laughs> I got to be a certain age. But, oh, geez. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. What do What are your What do your days look like as the as the Stampede president now? And 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 I, as a second question to this. What uh, what are some of your goals while you're president? What what can you? I guess what can you actually change too? Because it doesn't. Once you're in a position like this, it's mo. It's kind of a little bit of steering, and it's. But there's there's not a lot you can really end up getting changed though too at that level either. Is there it, with this organization? Like it's kind of. Is it kind of tight, or do you get to move and put your thumbprint on parts of it, or what does that look like? All good questions, and let me say. Um, Becoming the 38th, I believe, uh, president of the Stampede is a huge honor. I mean, I didn't set out to do this, but it, yeah. it, it, here you it is. You want to be part of the board, and yeah. you weren't, didn't have the goal to be the president, really. That wasn't your No, I, I don't plan. think you can set out with that goal. I think yeah. it, it, it just, you, you find yourself there. Um, but, you know, all these years later, here it, I became the president January 1st of this year. Um, yep. You know, it's been a, it's, it's been a crazy 16 months, but. The stampede uh, with the cancellation and then the loss of Warren Connell, uh, the board had to make some some big changes. So he passed away in December. Um, I would have taken over as president in March, but instead this year was January 1st. And my first role was to find a new CEO for the company. And, and so, that was your role as a president. They they came mm-hmm. to you and hey, hey, help us find a new CEO. <laughs> yeah, just a little thing like that. Wow. But yeah, yeah, so I was. And I was, it's responsibility of the board is to appoint their CEO. 
business school. Oh, geez. I didn't go Look to business you. school. The Look number one responsibility is uh, CEO of Succession. Mm-hmm. Good and, for you. And mm-hmm. so you took over early because Dana was the CEO, became the interim CEO of, uh, upon Warren's passing. Right. So we, we all just switched chairs and and that's what a company has to do. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, very sad time to take over and very uncertain time. But we jumped in, so I was chairing the uh, CEO search uh, committee, and you know we we worked pretty hard at that. We undertook a international search for a CEO for a company like this. Um, you try to describe what a what CEO does here exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was about five pages. Anyone who was uh, going to apply would be very brave, yeah. and Dang. and I certainly was uh, was taken aback by all the responsibilities of a CEO, but of an op for profit that's you know international reputation and yeah host it carries of, the name itself carries so much value and people think calgary and alberta and canada it's it's calgary stampede right like yeah when i when i'm yeah. international i don't know if i've told the story on the show yet but anytime i've been anywhere around the world and wearing my cowboy hat for whatever reason the first question is always oh have you been to the calgary stampede before mm-hmm. that it wasn't anything about any other rodeo if it was mm-hmm. Houston or Cheyenne. Nobody knows about the other rodeos. The NFR. It's like, oh, Cal- Calgary. Mm-hmm. Calgary is the Calgary Stampede. It's it's the rodeo in the in the world. Uh, in my in my opinion mm-hmm. and in my experience. Well, that that's really neat to hear because those are all great rodeos. Yeah, big deals. They don't uh, know about they don't know about them though. They know about Calgary. Well, it's uh, you know it takes all of us to get this thing down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. But uh, as, so as the as the chair, I'll just go back to the CEO search and what mm-hmm. my day is like. Um, it has been nothing but looking for the right person to fill this role. So we we um, were happy to uh, just make an announcement. Was it last week? Yeah, uh, just like the 16th, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Joel Cowley, who is uh, past president uh, and CEO of uh, Houston. Uh, yeah, Rodeo Houston. He's on his way to Calgary, and so that's pretty yeah. exciting for. For us, and I think the whole rodeo world, uh, and probably like tough to find anybody else that would be have any kind of experience in anything close to what this would be. Because mm-hmm. like just thinking of who else would maybe would do this job, it'd have to be like a major sports executive from like a I don't know. Comparatively, you would have to say like one of the major sports technically would be something similar or. Like, I don't, I don't know what else, a major business, major company, but for somebody to be from Houston and for, for you guys to be able to convince them to come to Calgary, like there's nobody, I don't know anybody else that could have been a better pick. It Mm -hmm. seems like a really Mm -hmm. good fit and I hope all works out great. I'm happy to hear that. I I think it's going to be a great fit as well. And, you know, the, the stampede has only gone out, uh, for a new CEO outside the organization three times. Really? And And there's been a lot of different CEOs too. A lot of different CEOs. Probably 20 one, different one was CEOs. Guy Wiedek. Yeah. <laughs> so he was he was an American, and then we had two others. But otherwise, we've basically grown our CEO from yeah. the inside. And, and so does Joel have a contract for a certain amount of years, or is it? It would have to be a contract for a certain yep, amount of time. Yeah. He's he's and he's on his way here. He's going to yeah. be here this week. Yeah. And, oh, uh, that's great. Yeah, it's super exciting. He's. Uh, I think I think he's going to fit right in here. Oh yeah, um, Houston and Calgary are kind of similar too. On, on as far as the cities and the, you know, the commerce in the, each yeah. town, I think too. But well, the neat thing about about this this guy Joel, um, one he's he's been in Calgary since 1993. He knows the Calgary Stampede. Mm-hmm. Oh, like what does he come here for? How does he already know it? He was a judge in livestock. 
Really? Yeah. He's uh, he's also helped uh, 4-H on parade since since nice. the 90s. That's awesome. And then he would show up as part of the gang coming in from Houston to take in the stampede. So he's familiar, knows people, and... and um, I, I think he's looking forward to getting back. Yeah. Told him winters might be a little hard, but Calgary winters aren't that bad in like, context. Comparatively. Right? Yeah, 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 comparatively speaking. Compared to Winnipeg. I, I just told him to get a heated steering wheel and some heated yeah. seats for That's his car. He'll be, fine. He'll be happy for his GMC. Yeah. Yeah. It's for his GMC, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> his Silverado. <laughs> No, that's a chef. No. Come on, same, yeah. same, <laughs> so, same, same, um, same, same. So, Joel, Joel, when when we talk about his uh, or or the skills we're looking for in a in a CEO for the Stampede, no one is an animal scientist. I mean, wow. that's where you start. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that that bodes well for your question earlier. When mm. we see about the the urban rural yeah. sort of uh, connection, I think he's the right person at oh, the right yeah. time. That's really, great, uh, and I'm I'm super excited. So. Uh, I think it was. Really it seems to be like a seamless transition, though. Even too, like you say, he knows people. He's been around it. He has that background in the agriculture, Western lifestyle roots. And the, like it's and just the organization be, with the with the event and the, yeah. the volunteers. That that relationship is a vital. Is, it's vital, and it's very unique to mm-hmm. Calgary and Houston, and I don't yeah. know where else. But it's very unique yeah. to these two events, so yeah. I, I like. It sounds like a great. It's, it's going to be a great fit. And so when you ask what my my job is like as a yeah. as president of the Stampede, day in day out, um, you know, we are starting at 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 a stop, full stop. We had a cancellation. We've got to rebuild everything. It's time for a reset for the Calgary Stampede, and mm-hmm. and with Joel coming on board, um, a, a very keen board of which mm-hmm. you, you know some of them, obviously, and and. And our volunteer core, like I can't, I can't be more excited. And you're right; it's only two years, but um, if if uh, with with Joel's help, we're going to get this thing rolling again. And mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to the future. And then I will ride off and turn it over <laughs> to, uh, to to Will to Will Osler and Stuart and O'Connor. So and and so, tell me more about what what else your goals are, though. Now you've got the CEO in place. What's 2021, the, the remainder of 2021 and 2022 look like for you? What are some of your goals while you're, while you're president? Or will it become working more with Joel and he kind of steers the ship more so? How does that look? Well, the board's always going to be guiding the CEO and, and I have to establish a, a strong relationship and, and get him seated proper. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's really what the next uh, year and a half are going to be like for mm-hmm. me. Okay. Um, you know, there was... Maybe those goals don't sound lofty enough, but it, it <laughs> no, seems it's like a lot, it's, it's a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, it's time. Yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, um, just show them around. Just no. get feel for it. Pay for some beers. Flip them yeah, the keys like, and go. <laughs> yes. No, yeah, it's like, it's uh, <laughs> he's got to get off to to a good start and get to know the people and get to know what we're up to as a board and and kind of advance all those things. So um, keeping the Calgary Stampede moving forward, keeping yeah. it relevant, keeping. Uh, keeping us best in show is going to be really important. He gets that. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. it's just, that's, that's the job. Um, some of the things I do during the day, I, I, um, well, one of the things I, I got to do is uh, choose the poster for the, um, yeah, that'd be a cool process. It was really, yeah, I mean, really he, great youth, uh, youth pro, uh, poster program. And, yeah. and we got, uh, Lexi who had put forward the picture that you would see of, um, uh, of Katari, mm-hmm. Rainbow Girl, mm-hmm. and that has been such a great process. I got to tell you, I, I do want to talk about it. Is that it? One, the image is striking, I think, um, but two, 
it's unfolded in a neat sort of way that uh, this is the first time we've had a, uh, her, her grandma was calling it her, the poster girl. She calls her the poster girl. Uh, bringing the poster to life as a parade marshal. Mm-hmm. And it really fe- felt like the right thing to do. So uh, I was out at um, Six Sika yesterday with uh, Katari and her family where they were celebrating, the community was celebrating Katari's achievement as uh, poster oh, wow. girl and, and so parade cool. marshal. It was just wonderful. Yeah, I've got kind of shed some chills. It's kind of cool. <laughs> it was great. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, so I'm... Just referencing that is because those those are some of the cool things I get to do as, yeah. as the president. We'll have to make sure you get one of our buckles from Montana <laughs> silver with the with the uh, with the poster, poster image on it. Yeah, yeah. So they just shipped yeah. out yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, they're on the way. It's all starting really to cool. arrive. This yeah, this came out today. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, and tomorrow I'm I'm actually this is an aside, but I'm uh, taking. Katari to her drive-through grad tomorrow. Oh, great. oh, nice! Yeah, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah, in that's sweet in that GMC. Hell so, yeah! Uh, right on. We're gonna have fun. The Sierra. I want to. Well, whatever. Ollie. Sierra's a GM. I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm trying. Your He's trying. I'm over trying there. my best. Over here. I'm not a car <laughs> nice. guy. I'm not a car guy. Um, you you mentioned riding off in the sunset. Mm-hmm. What does post presidency look like? Are you still going to be be involved on a two certain years level? as the past president, and then? What? And then, yeah, what's up? What's what's that oh, look like? Geez, I, you Fill know, us in. Fill us in. As you, as we talked about a little earlier, when you're sitting on on a boat in the middle of July during Stampede, yeah, it just doesn't feel it. right. <laughs> <laughs> but that might be it. Yeah. Um, you know, it. I think it's a real struggle for some to to leave the presidency. You get yeah. treated mm-hmm. as a director. You get treated very well by by the volunteers. Um, it, and just supporting the volunteers has, has been great, and so it's it's a nice uh, to and fro there. But uh, the presidency, I'm still just getting to know it, haven't mm-hmm. gone through it. Um, it's only been six months. It's been a whirlwind too. Yeah. The last six months, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. uh, you know sitting with with microphones here. It, <laughs> it, this is not my my norm. You get stuck with two schlubs like us. <laughs> this, this is where I'm most comfortable with the ranch water. <laughs> hey, hey, gotta get your ranch water. Shout out. Um, do we always mention like how many committees there are on the Stampede part? Oh, 40. Or, and part of it. There's like what? Yeah. How 40 some, 40 some. Well, we talk, we've been talking about the committee. Loosely mention the committees. About 28 committees? There's 28 committees. Mm-hmm. Which committee? Is your favorite committee? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you. Yeah. Let's hear. It. I'm ready to hear. It. My favorite child is, you know, as I said, they're all different with, with all different cultures. Sadly, we don't have the grandstand committee anymore. Oh, well, I guess not. No, and, and you know, committees kind of go through a, a life cycle, and the reason we were wondering how many exactly is we've Changes. had consolidation and mm-hmm. what's relevant and and. You know, that, that doesn't mean the grandstand committee's gone forever. It just means that in that uh, f- format, it wasn't working uh, in the future or for the future. So I, I don't have a favorite. <laughs> I, I, you know, I respect, I respect the culture. He's a politician. You can't yeah, pick Oh, yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, it's, it, they're all so different. Mm-hmm. They're, um, mm-hmm. you know, I've. Wacy's is the rodeo queen's. I have a love hate with the rodeo community. <laughs> a love hate? Love hate, yeah. Oh, there's some are history. you there's talking some, about there's, the... there's some history there. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? I have talked about it plenty on the show. <laughs> There's no secret. Do you want something That's done no about secret. it? No. Yeah, I know a guy now. I'm good. I got the... Are you talking about the alumni or are you talking about well, royalty? 
Depends on the year. Little, yeah, it depends on the year. Oh, a little right. bit of, there's a little bit of. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll go offline. <laughs> no, I, I the each committee and and I'm not trying to sound political. I no. I, I am amazed by the uh, by the energy put in by the volunteers. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Even in like our involvement, like I've been around Sam Pete since I was a kid and all that kind of stuff. But on this level, on the back end side of things, it's pretty cool to see. Like I've met so many cool people. Like thanks to Ted and everything we've done and. It's yeah, it's it's kind of like a bunch of different little communities involved with it all. Okay, we got we're gonna do a rapid fire to finish off here. Got a few more questions to finish. Okay, can I go first? Well, yeah, and then we got a few here. Okay, but this is this is another one. Who is the most famous person you've met in your forty years being involved in the Stampede? The Three Stooges. Oh boy, three people. The Three Stooges. Most famous. And was he nice or was he a jerk? You know what? I, <laughs> or I, she? I've I've had a good fortune to meet some some pretty cool people, and they've remained pretty cool people. Like, nice, yeah. that's cool. Um, in 2019, I met Guy Fieri. Um, oh, I remember oh, really? that. That was yeah. sweet because I was oh, working dang. the wagons that the perf that night, and yeah. I like put on my Instagram. Guy Fieri is awesome. Huh. Yeah, I've uh, I've met uh, <laughs> the members of Supertramp. Um, nice. Really? Yeah, I've I like just different things. I've met. Uh, military leaders I've jumped out of an airplane I've, yeah, you know sick. there's you yeah. know, the thing about Stampede is you never know what's next and what's coming so who's coming I'll just say I'm I'm, I'm in yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> do exactly. anything for the content that's yeah. my approach especially this stuff I'll Orville Strangquist if you remember that name oh yeah Chuck Wagon he, uh, he said to me never holler woe in a mud hole yeah so <laughs> I just keep going <laughs> that's, a, that's a good that's a good like thi- like analogy or whatever for this, this year's year. a stampede, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's been a bit of a mud hole, but it you've has. kind of persevered and pushed through to make things happen. You know, that's where we go with the, with Stampede 2021 is, is it'd be way too easy to say no. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. let's... let's uh, Find a way. Let's find a way to yes. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to run through okay, a rapid right fire. Speed you. round, ways. What do uh, you got? Awesome me. Okay. Nashville North you or Cowboys Tent? Both. <laughs> you gotta pick one. Got your head. I, I have picked one. <laughs> I, I pick them both every night. <laughs> <laughs> Start at one. one, See, the, one. Yeah. But wait, the thing with with being the president is you have the special pin. Or you have a special in, and you just you don't have to wait in line. So you just go right to the VIP. So then, how this do I true. get how do I get this? Like that's what I need. <laughs> I had it at one point with 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 Labatt, but now I don't have it. But I need it back. I, I, can, I can hook you up. I'm not wait, a line so guy. I'm not a line guy. Forty no, years of volunteering guy. away. So when you when you're about 64, then yeah. you can be... Well, when you get 40 years of volunteer, then maybe you, you can... But so this is how it works, though. So I got the fast track in now. You've done the footwork. <laughs> you can, like, spread the wealth with the boys. That's what my nieces and nephews are saying. <laughs> I got to tell you. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, okay, next oh, one. Oh, um, strangest food you've tried on the Midway? Oh, boy. Or favorite, like something that you... Favorite? Unconventional. You know, like. I, it sounds so boring to say mini donuts, but I, I oh, go... That's f- lame. <laughs> Come on. I know, right? No, strangest. Uh, What's the strangest? Strangest? Thing? Yeah. Something but strange. Was it like a chocolate-covered cricket or something? Or what was yeah, it? Yeah, there was the... What they have? The scorpions and, beak? and all that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm pretty... St- I, I go for the funnel cakes and... Pretty and, traditional. It's yeah. good stuff, though. It's like hard to beat. Yeah. Remember the last... The 2019... I was I moved downtown to the first time during Stampede Week, so that's really smart mm-hmm. by me. And I was like, I was absolutely bagged after the last night. And I was walking home. I was like, you know what? I've never had deep fried Oreos. I want oh, some deep fried Oreos. Good. And it was so good. Yeah. And I and there was I think Death Cab for Cutie was playing the the, the summer stage. And I was like, I like Death Cab for Cutie. I'm gonna stand here, eat my deep fried Oreos, and watch Listen this concert. And I was so stoked for it because I hadn't really had it because I'd worked the rodeo and wagons, and we were like in the midst of working like 
18 or 19 days in a row mm-hmm. with everything we had going on. So I was absolutely just, and I've been sleeping on an air mattress. <laughs> just just like yeah. the only thing I had in my new apartment was a frying pan and a knife. Like it was just, a, <laughs> it, was a fried Oreos. it was a tough time. It was, yeah. <laughs> so whatever, I'm standing there trying to enjoy these and I just kept getting bumped into by people. Yeah. And I'd stay, I think I stayed for like three minutes and I left. I was so <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> deep fried Oreos, deep fried Oreos to go. So you gotta have, get them You won't have this problem this my, year. My yeah. favorite um, food that I've tried at Stampede, and it's not really strangest, that, that the ramen corn dog they had in 2019, that was tight. It was so hmm. good. Hmm. I think I well, do. We'll look forward to season. seeing some of those back, right? Oh, I'm stoked. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. so pumped for Stampede. I need it in my life. I know. I had 15 days from today's almost, taping. Almost time. I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite Stampede moment? Favorite Stampede moment? In the history of your 40 years. That's going to be a tough oh, one. Oh, boy. You. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you could also do a top three if you wish. Standing with my dad when I got elected to the board. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. It was, uh, it was pretty cool. Um, I got to actually, well, when I was elected uh, as second vice chair, and then he knew one day I'd be president, he passed away a month later. No and way. So he got to know that. He got to brag on me for, <laughs> for a month. <laughs> for a month. That's awesome. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. Like, oh, wow. Um, but you know, falling out of airplanes. Um, one year, a bear after a rupture concert. <laughs> yeah, no. There was another. There was another time. Um, our our aviation act uh, had flares on the airplane, and as he it was the first night of the stampede, and he was coming over doing a spiral, and one of the flares fell off into the hay bales. Oh no! And no. so they had all of the all of the hay bales for the whole. It's the last year they did that, by the way. But it caught on fire. Oh, and then no. the stalls caught on fire. Oh no! And the horses were in there. Oh no! So I was the first one over because I was dealing with the with the uh, airplanes, and I let all the horses out. I just let them go. Yeah, that's what you do in that scenario. <laughs> yeah, right? that's what you do. But yeah. you know, it's really a cool thing. Oh, is shit. the horses knew I was there to help them. I could see it in their mm-hmm. eyes. I wow. opened the gates. I don't know where they went. <laughs> to this day, I don't know where they went, but they were out of the fire. And so that was somewhere. that was something I do remember. Holy and, shit! And, that's super yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, oh, like, it's not cool that happened, but it's cool. No, cool it, it, was, <laughs> it was an experience. That That's a wild memory. I, you know, I have a couple of those, so you just, another ranch water or two, I'll remember a few more. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess. Okay, um, anything else? What else? Man, kind of, I'm kind of... Uh, I, I got to ask about your time in school in, in England. Oh, yeah, in Europe. That's wild. Like, how many other Stampede presidents have been to school there? Even I don't know. People involved in Stampede. Your, your path is, like, it. so unique to where you started, like, literally as a carny. Then you have a school and <laughs> just keep Europe. bringing that back up. Eh? <laughs> it's cool. That's a, it's so cool, man. I've, well, you, we, we've had so many experiences with Carney's like doing rodeo and stuff, and it's just like there's one president of Sam Pete. <laughs> no, it's it's. It, hey, you got Everyone's got to start mean somewhere. Ba- I need okay way. I don't mean it in a bad way. I shouldn't say it like that. But it's again like everybody's got to start somewhere, and it's cool like yeah. how you kind of navigated that route, and then yeah, you end up in school in Europe and everything else you've done along the line. Like it's super cool. I owe it to the people I met through Stampede and during Stampede and around Stampede, and uh, it's it's had a great influence on me. So I'm uh, I'm happy about. Do you that. have any like wild stories from Europe or what? <laughs> <laughs> Anything cool? And some of them, my friends would not be happy. We, we did miss an airplane out of uh, uh, Costa Rica. Where, where were we? Oh, we were in the Canary Islands. We missed an airplane. That was really oh, wow. tough to get out of. But uh, oh, geez, they wouldn't come back for another week or day. A couple. No, days. They, they. It was. It was a bit of a problem. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> dang. Yeah. Well, then, so I can a bit more serious question. I can mm-hmm. it in here, ways. Um, what, like, do you think that worldly experience that you had throughout your life is that 
been a big influence in your approach to the way you, with Stampede or like kind of in your in your journey in that sense? Like how much value do you carry in that side of it? You know, I, I, I think it actually goes the other way is that the Stampede has influenced how I how I carried myself in Europe or mm. when I lived in Ottawa or Nova Scotia or any of those places. Um, I learned a lot here and, and I learned that Stampede means something to people. Mm -hmm. Like I went to Calgary, Scotland when I was over there mm -hmm. and opened the door of uh, this guy who called himself the mayor of Calgary. Yeah. There was nothing but Stampede posters and Glencoe towels. <laughs> really? It was, yeah, it was That's ridiculous. So cool. really? but, uh, in Calgary, Scotland. And Calgary. And Calgary, Alberta is named after uh, like That's something. Right. Colonel no, McLeod. Yeah, Exactly. From Scotland, which is yep, at the island cool. of Mull. It's a little uh, Calgary is a little beach hmm. with basically one house and maybe Damn. a castle. That's so so, cool. so I, cool. I, I just turn it on you yeah. is that it's had a great influence on me and and always will. So. That's amazing. I love that. So Wrap it up. Is that a good way. Good way to okay. This is the more like, the hardest, storybook ending. The hardest hitting question we ask every <laughs> single one of our guests. Like it's tough. I don't know if we put this on the. I don't know if we put this on the list. We might be throwing a curveball at you right here. Your right. definition of cowboy shit. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> My definition of cowboy shit. All right. Um. What what uh, episode is this? Ninety four. Number ninety four. You've had yeah. some good answers. Oh, a couple. It's, it's You've been, had it's, some bad it's answers. One, it's one of those things where it's like we haven't. Like, it hasn't been, like, really generic or repetitive. Like, everybody's mm -hmm. kind of had their own way of yeah. describing it, which is super cool, which is why it's obviously something we ask everybody, so. All right, well, it's after spending an hour here with you guys, I, I, I want to say I feel it's authentic. I feel cowboy shit is pickup trucks that get used as pickups, boots that aren't <laughs> shiny. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know, jeans and T-shirts fit in. Um, um, I don't know. Good friends and ranch water. <laughs> How's that? That's as good as a definition as any, I'd okay. say. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Well, thanks for being on the show today, Steve. This was awesome. It's been so okay. great. It's I appreciate the fun. time. I love this. It's and any... Sorry, go ahead, buddy. It's just nice to get together and have a BS. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's been a while. Anymore. It's kind of like while. kind of inching our way back to where we want to be. So it's Absolutely. It's good. Yeah. Everyone can, can get their tickets and, and, uh, and passes and... And everything at from Steve. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> here's a cell phone number. Call him up online. Everything, everything's online. CalgaryStampede.com. That's absolutely everything right. Everything you need to know yep. for Stampede 2021. Find us in Nashville North. Me and Steve crushing some beers. <laughs> All right, now get the hell out of here. Okay, thanks. <laughs>
Instagram or Facebook, Circle 4 Ranch Water, or Circle4Beverages.com. Also, ranchwater.ca. Check them out. Get yourself some ranch water. Check them out on the ground. That's where they got all their uh, locations printed. They've got them uh, hooked up on the website as well. Check them out. We got ours at, the, at a co-op in, uh, in mm. Cochrane, the one on the way out of town mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Uh, the 1A. So, yeah, they're good, good people slow. over there at Circle 4 Ranch Water. Yeah, Looking forward for to getting together with them soon. Appreciate it. Cheers, Waze. Cheers, homie. 94. Another one. Another one. Man, I was just thinking about this. That Our last episode, like this last interview we just did, that's got to be deep. one of the coolest venues that we've hey, right? recorded in. Yeah, the President's Room of the, of the Calgary Stampede. It's a pretty exclusive club if people get, they get to go there. Not a yeah. big deal. I thought that was pretty cool. Got to see, sit in the sweet buffalo chair. Audience. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna sit in that thing the whole time. That was uh, it was ballsy play. People said I wasn't gonna do it, so I did it. Yeah, a lot of people were saying you wouldn't. Then you don't did. ever tell me. Uh, again, uh, Calgary Stampede, July 9th to the 18th. CalgaryStampede.com for tickets. If you don't have them, go get them. Come check out the uh, the new night show. It's gonna be quite the time. Again, the barrel racers we talked about on the top half of the show. We got a new. Uh, uh, had a new format, the qualifier. Five mm-hmm. ladies made their way to the stampede out of the qualifier. Uh, created some buzz around the around the show and back. We'll see. See, how about one of those win? One of them wins it. That about that'd be pretty. Man, neat. there's a potential to be a massive storyline here. So, oh heck yeah, stay tuned to that. Cody um, Snyder back on the broadcast with Mark Lee, I believe. That's oh nice, exciting nice. News. We didn't talk to Cody anything at all about the uh, Calgary thing. It might have worked out well for him. We and he. he that he got his uh, job back there at Calgary. There's obviously might have talked about there. it. Stuff might have happened. You never know. I'm not gonna say we had any influence on it, but I'm not gonna <laughs> say we didn't have any influence on it. Just saying. Congrats, Just saying. Cody. He's back. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Um, uh, I well, front. what do you got? That's you got something. Man, you, uh, I got something. Much? I got something. Man, it's been a, it's been a long time coming. Yep. We've been a year without kind of being able to do stuff. Like, what are you looking most forward to coming up with the stampede here? There's lots of exciting stuff happening. Seeing people, number one. <laughs> that's a big one seeing some folks i haven't seen in a long time having a few bud lights by the river in the at uh the g65 club with mm-hmm. the rodeo crew watching the rodeo at the stampede man when that like when the fireworks go off and that national anthem finishes up and the jets fly over and yeah fucking right so I'm, I'm pumped for some rodeo again at the stampede mm-hmm. it was one of the you know i hate to hate that hated that we missed it missed it last year and this year it's the first um you know one of the first live events in the entire country that's kind of leading the charge back for live events. And, uh, you know, a lot of folks are still probably a little hesitant on having events again and being around people, but you know, we've been, we've been at this a long time. The case, the cases are almost at zero. There's mm-hmm. less and less people in the hospital with COVID every day. Uh, this thing's going away. All the, le- all the leading indicators are trending downward and uh, you know, let's get back to it. Let's get back to live events, get some people back in, get some mm-hmm. concerts going full Canadian lineup on all the concert stages. Hey, you've got not what be, between Nashville North and, uh, and the Badlands. stage Badlands. It's, it's all Canadian. I love it. I'm a big fan of that part. So, and, and a lot of more Canadian sweet. talent in the rodeo this year, we should expect the contestant list here very shortly. If it's not already out today on Wednesday, but, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, what are you looking forward to most about stampede? Man, I, I, it's, it's one of those things too. I think, uh, like you said, pe- seeing people, I've had a couple tastes of that here over the past few weeks. Like we went, I was on a stag this past weekend in Canmore 
and we were on the patio at the Rosen Crown there and it was full and everybody was kind of mingling and talking and have, like talking Back amongst again. tables and stuff. And it was, yeah, it was just so nice to be around people and kind of have something normal. So I'm looking forward to being down on the grounds again, having a few beers in the contestant tent, seeing some people there. If we're even allowed there, if that's even a thing, might be locked down. Might not be able to do that. I don't oh, know. We gotta, we gotta, we know some people who can, we know a guy. I don't know, I don't know if we can get by the line, man. We'll see. Oh, we got it. We, we got a pretty with the guy we just talked to on the show has some pull around. We we'll see what, we'll, we'll see what we can do. I, we don't um, have jobs at the rodeo. We don't have jobs. We're jobless. Yeah, the we got offered. Falling off. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. Being on the ground, some Nashville North nights for sure. Looking forward to that. I, I, I want to go see Brett Kissel. Yeah, yeah. This year, that'd be a decent one too. I think I'm gonna go to Loud Luxury at the Badlands just to oh, check that yeah. out. Oh, uh, yeah. Never really been to a show like that before, so I think that would be a cool experience. Uh yeah, and I think I'm excited for the city. You know, it's going to be a really oh, yeah. cool thing. There, there's a lot of buzz. Like, like working downtown, you can feel people getting excited to be around each other, and, and just, just like the stampede spirits kind of start showing through. So, I'm excited for that part of it, and I'm also excited to have some people over to my place, my new place for us, and a little stampede oh, yeah. shindig. Well, you know, shindig. Yeah, us too. Yeah. Once, uh, once that's us allowed again, agreed. Agreed. Thursday, AC. baby. Be able to get your uh, cowboy shit at the at the grounds at the Seven X booth and the trade show. Cowboy shit will be on park at the Stampede Stampede grounds. Uh, then if you're around, if you're if you're around, hit us up. We'd, we'd love to yeah. to we'll meet some people. Autographs and, if you want. <laughs> I don't know about autographs, but I mean, if you want to, yeah, if you want to have a Wacy will sign your boobs if you ask him to. Meet me in Nashville North. <laughs> <laughs> show him his picture from Tinder and say right here, right here. Sign him up. I'm in. I yeah. got you. I'll pack a marker around with me all week. He's in. You probably should waste just in case. I don't know. You oh, might need it. We'll see. It. We'll see what happens. Oh, uh, man. I don't know what else to say. I guess just looking forward to uh, Clooney this weekend. The PBR again. Clooney Charity Li- Clooney, Clooney Lions Charity PBR. Cooley Creek Farms Friday and Saturday night, 630 start. What else? Waste? I'm coming to TP Creek. If anybody's up in TP Creek. Yeah. Before our next show comes out, TP Creek. Uh, what else? TP Creek is going to be on the weekend, the first weekend mm-hmm. of the Stampede, the 10th mm-hmm. and 11th of July. Everything Cowboy Audio will be on site with Wacy Anderson spinning the hottest tracks spinning around. Spinning the beats. Hot the tracks beats. only, baby. No request, though. <laughs> Our friend <laughs> Doug Young on the announcer microphone. Yeah. I don't know what else to say, man. After that, we got, uh, what do we got? I don't know. We got some stuff coming up. We'll talk Club to you. championship. Like, yes, yeah, so we, we got golf. some weddings. Wedding all season. different sorts of stuff, all different things. Man, I was I sat down and, and looked at my weekends, and I have the only free weekend I have between now and Labor Day is the 21st of August weekend. Damn. Now I'll be at the Glen Keeley Memorial that weekend, the 21st of August, mm-hmm. at the Keeley Ranch. Uh, we also got an invite to Preston and Lindsay's wedding. I don't know if you know this, but we're invited now. We're not invited nice. first well, off. Now we're invited. We're now going to Newfoundland, going to St. John's. Dude, I am gonna go to Newfoundland. I am gonna tear a hole so big in St. John's that they're gonna <laughs> want to elect me the mayor of that town. Oh dear, oh dear. That town better batten everybody. By the time my my plane rolls into St. John's, everybody better be wearing fucking fishing gear and ready just for a wave of waste. Are you gonna wear the... a yellow bucket fishing hat all week? I don't know. A lot of people. A lot of people are saying you won't. Some crazy stuff might be happening. You don't know. <laughs> Man, I think that you're in for a rude awakening on just how hard the fucking people from Newfoundland party. You might. Man, why are you always doubting me on this shit? Hey, I'm not doubting you. I'm just saying that, like, that you're legit you doubting me. For... You're legit doubting me. Okay, I'm doubting you. I think yeah, you might be... fuck you, dude. I think you, I think you might be in for a rude awakening on how hard the people of Newfoundland. I'm from Saskatchewan. Party. 
then yeah i understand i haven't been there either i i think i'm in for a rude awakening because i went to halifax when i turned 21 and i puked in the street and i kept going i don't puke like that though i don't do that kind of stuff (laughs) oh dear man i think we're our lack i think we have to we have to smuggle some ranch waters with us Oh yeah, we'll have to. It could be good. Or maybe think, we'll, what we'll do you think? Smuggle the first round of ranch waters into Newfoundland. I'm excited. I'm excited to see it. And I, I looked at the stoked. map and it, I've never been there before. And, and I realized that there's a part of France over there too, Saint Pierre and Miquelon, like the island over there. Nice. Like, it's like French land, so it's like a different country technically. That's cool. I don't know how far away it is, but yeah, it's yeah, be cool, man. Some, I'm excited. It'll be a, it'll be a fun week, man. It'll be I'm a fun excited. week. I guess we'll wrap it up. I don't have any other anything else good to add. I don't know what else to say here. And I think that's, uh, yeah, remember to get your cowboy shit, cowboyshit.ca, yeah, exactly. code WASTE10 when you, when you want. Uh, yep. Yeah, hit us up if you're on any of the events coming up. We'd love to say hi to you. Maybe and nobody again, will. That's fine. And again, uh, get 20% off and free shipping with the code HUGEBUSH at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code <laughs> HUGEBUSH. And... And one more thing. Drink don't forget to get water. your ranch water. Drink Circle Four Ranch Water. Because I heard if you don't drink ranch water, you have scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been episode 94 of Cowboy Shit with Ted and Wacy. I'm Ted. He's Wacy. Thank you to our editor, Sean Morton. Every day. All the time. Stay cool out there, folks. Um, enjoy the hot weather. Thanks to Storm Defoe. Always hooking us up on the graphics and the social medias. Wacy, the TikTok master. Episode 94. Thanks again for listening, folks. We will see you next time. Guess who just got back today? Them wild night boys that had been away. Haven't changed, had much to say. But man, I still think them cats are crazy. They were asking if you were around. How you was, where you could be found. Told them you were living downtown. Driving all the old men crazy.